welcome back to Two Feral Idiots. I'm Steph. And I'm Carly. And we are going to be sharing our thoughts on the sh- um, docu-series, almost said show, it's not a show, um, on the docu-series Sins of Our Mother. And I'm going to go ahead and give you a little recap that I got off of, got off of Common Sense Media. So Sins of Our Mother is on Netflix. Um, it's a three-episode docu-series. Um, there are, the first one's about an hour long, and then I know the last one's only about like 35, 40 minutes. Um, so they're not very long, but Sins of Our Mother is a limited documentary series about a devout Mormon woman who went from being loving mother to alleged murder of her children. In September 2019, Lori Vallow abruptly moved her two children, seven-year-old JJ, and 60-year-old Tylee from Arizona to Idaho to join Gravedigger and Doomsday Zealot. Is that how you say that? Zealot or Zela? Z-E-A-L-O-T? I don't know. Okay, well, if anybody knows how to say that, shoot me a message and let me know. <laughs> uh, Digger and Doomsdayer Chad Daybell. Um, in December 2019, Carrie and Larry, uh, sorry, Kay and Larry Woodcock reported their grandchildren missing after months of being unable to communicate with them and their mother repeatedly refusing to tell them where they, where they were. What followed was an investigation that garnered national attention and which ultimately led to murder charges filed against the now married Vallow and Daybell for the deaths of Vallow's two children along with additional charges to, for the murder of her ex-husband and his late wife. Conversations with Lori Vallow's surviving adult son, Colby Ryan, and some of their extended family and friends describe how she became obsessed with the end of, the, with end of days and how she believed that people on Earth became zombies after being taken over by evil spirits. Folks have investigated reporter Justin Loom and forensic psychologist John Mathias offer insights into the case. While extensive archive audio recordings, video footage, and news reports reveal Lori Vallow's disturbing behavior before, during, and after her children were reported missing. I am going to put a major trigger warning on those who have not watched this. It is very difficult, um, especially, like, I am a new-ish mother. My oldest is two, and my youngest is going to be, actually is five months as of today. Um, It's very, very difficult difficult to comprehend how a mother could do this to her children allegedly Mm -hmm. yeah has she been she's been officially charged right yeah yes so it's no longer alleged um she has found been found guilty in the court of law um it is very difficult pill to swallow knowing that a woman did this to her children so if you have a very difficult time watching that sort of thing i would not watch this um Carly and I definitely did a dive into it. It wasn't a deep dive. We're just going to kind of graze the surface, give our thoughts on it, um, and go from there. So as the thing, as the recap said, they are they are um, Latter Day Saint Mormons. Liz, can we just start off with how Lori Vallow was able to get four fucking husbands? I know she was married four times. I thought that was wild. That's crazy to me. Actually, wasn't it technically five times? Five. Because Chad was, because Charles was the fourth. Right. So, yeah, five. Yeah. So, she got five husbands. She got five different men to marry her. That's sign number one that something's not right there. For fucking real. 
for real. Five. Yeah. Okay, so um, just real quick. So the Colby is the oldest. Colby is still living. Um, Colby was had moved out of his mother's home before she literally uh, fell off her rocker. Tylee was six, 17 at the time of her death. And JJ was six um, at the time of his death. And JJ um, was actually Charles's nephew that Lori and Charles adopted together. So, and Charles was her fourth husband. So, in episode one, my biggest thing that Lori had said in it is that she so she was on a podcast or something like that and i believe that this was actually foreshadowing um she made the statement that she's a ticking time bomb or it was during one of her pageants yes um she said that she's a mom that she's a wife and people think she's all sweet and innocent but she's a ticking time bomb and i'm and i and mind you i've only watched the series this one time and that's for us to discuss it and i have to say like as soon as she said those words i'm like that's a foreshadow yep 100 percent. like there's no like she was definitely like screaming i'm going to do something crazy mm-hmm. um so like like we said previously um charles vallow was her fourth husband so she was married to colby's dad she her she had colby very young mm-hmm. um so colby is colby is his last name Ryan? Because that's her maiden name, right? It is Ryan. Yes. Okay. So it's Colby Ryan. So I didn't realize. So Colby's had a rough life from the get. He was born to a very young mother. And then she ended up with this man named Joe, which is Tylee's dad. And I didn't know this, but Colby was actually sexually and physically abused by Tylee's dad, Joe. Mm-hmm. Um. And I can't remember, didn't one of her brothers do something to Joe? <laughs> yes, Alex. Yes. Actually, okay. after he found out. And it they, they show the stand-up clip because he was a comedian. Um, yes, 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 yes. He took a taser. And- yes, yes. And did yeah. not very good thing to a very important piece of a gentleman. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember if he killed him or just no, hurt him severely. Just, he just hurt him. Yeah, he just wanted to die in that instance. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, good on Alex for this one part. Um, But in the first episode, I noticed pretty seriously that Lori had some seriously and serious enmeshment issues with Colby. And that's probably because, again, she had him very young. Um, Because when Colby got with his now wife, Kelsey, she had a very big issue with Kelsey. Yeah. Like a very big issue with her. Um, was very passive aggressive towards her, didn't want them to get married, everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just not. I think um the abuse also was a major point of that because it seemed like that was the the real turning point. Yeah. I mean on her podcast that she had started, she said after the abuse, and this is a direct quote. I'm either going to turn my life to the temple or I'm going to commit murder. Right. Yes. So that was huge. And I think yeah. all of it. Yep. Absolutely. That was a definite another red flag that someone should have said she needs, we need to get her help. Um, yeah. Um. So she'd also made the statement that she didn't, 
well, she didn't make the statement. One of her family members or friends made the statement that she didn't see Charles. Lori did not see Charles as a spiritual equal. Yeah. So since she didn't see him as a spiritual equal, I guess they also like argued quite a bit because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, she was very much like, and I want to preface this with my my next statement by saying there is I have no issues with LDS Mormons as long as you're still being a good human being because there are those LDS Mormons who are still good humans and they just this is their faith mm-hmm. that is you that is your right you're allowed to have your beliefs as long as you're not hurting yourself or anybody else you do you boo um but Lori threw herself so deep into the LDS religion that it was no longer she considered herself an LDS Mormon but I personally don't think it was even LDS Mormon anymore it was just like whatever the hell she made up I I think so too I mean that was a after being with Charles and after adopting JJ it seems like that's when it really took over you know I yeah mean, they said that religious pictures were being taken over in mm-hmm. the house like it was full of pictures of temples and yeah that's also when the uh, how should I say it? the delusions kind of started. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. With believing that the Lord was speaking to her and giving her missions. Yeah, because he told because allegedly she she made the statement that God told her that they're all supposed to move to Hawaii and they did. And it sounds like they it was great for their family, um, in which we'll discuss more about the Hawaii stuff later and Colby, um, but. I mean, it wasn't bad that they moved there. It was just, like, the reason behind it's a little sketch, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. There was there was a lot with that. I mean, then you get into her whole thought of having frequent interactions with the angel Maroni. Yes. Um, and that, you know, she stated that she no longer needed to sleep much because she was frequently woken up by angels with instructions on how to further the Lord's work. Well, I'm pretty sure there's an actual medical diagnosis. It's not insomnia. Insomnia is when you can't sleep. But there's like another medical, and I don't know the actual word for it, and I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to pretend like I am, um, right. that when you're f- you frequently wake up throughout the night. Mm-hmm. But she's saying that it was for religious reasons, which is terrifying, and someone should have gotten her a psyche eval a long-ass time ago. Yeah. Because maybe Tylee and JJ would still be alive. Correct. Correct. Everyone knows by now she is a definitely a doomsdayer. Like they were just embracing, waiting for it to happen. Um, she made the statement that she'd rather drive off a cliff with her kids in the car than see the last stays. Again, red flag on the play. Like why, if we're hearing a person, anyone saying this if i'm sorry if i heard someone especially i love or care about in any way shape or form make this statement i'd rather drive off a cliff than see the last days and i know there's a chance that they're a do there's they are a doomsdayer i am stepping in and discussing these thoughts with them and telling them that they need help because that is my job as their friend to say something Mm mm-hmm that is yeah. terrifying. If anybody in my life ever said something of the sort, I would be having a very serious conversation either with them or someone who is close to them. Mm-hmm. Like, period. Like, that is, that's that's so scary. That is so scary that she had made the, that statement and no one ever said a thing to her. Correct. Yeah. Um, my other big thing was 
so I don't, we don't know exactly. They haven't come out and said when Tylee and JJ died. They haven't come out and said it. But Tylee wasn't at Colby and Kelsey's wedding. Where the hell was she? Because allegedly she was on a ski trip. But Colby and Tylee had a unbreakable bond. Like they said at the beginning of the series that Colby made the statement that when Tylee was born, because he was, wasn't he 10? I know he was younger. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was, he, I mean, there was a big age gap, but he wasn't like, like he wasn't in high school or anything like that. Um, I think maybe 10 or 11 years old, but he said like the day Tylee was born, his whole life was made. He like, he loved her. He wanted to be a big brother. He loved having a little sister. Tylee was literally his entire world from the way he talks about her. Mm-hmm. So, and Tylee was, and he was Tylee's entire, entire world. So the fact that Tylee wasn't at his wedding, I believe that she was either i don't think she was dead yet no no because this is that's way before that's when right because that's before even charles died because charles was at the wedding yes but where the where the hell was she they never came out and said where she was they said a ski trip which i don't know that i i doubt that yeah i highly doubt she was at a ski trip but charles and Lori were still married yes yes at the time so what was going on with her that she wasn't there? Because Charles would have to gone along with it. Right. So, like, that that was, that really, like. That that was very odd to me. And poor Colby, she he has no pictures from his wedding with Tylee in them. Yeah. And JJ was there. Mm-hmm. Just not Tylee. Yeah. It's wild to me. That it's it's very wild and very strange. And I doubt she'll ever say what happened. No. It's, that's crazy. Um, so as we mentioned in the recap, um, she ended up with this man named Chad Daybell. And let's just preface this whole, this, the next episode that um, Chad Daybell is just as if or more delusional than Lori has ever been. Yeah, I mean, you we see the beginning of Chad Daybell in episode one where, you know, Lori starts the podcast. Mm-hmm. That's the introduction. And then she right. goes to the conference, which is where yes. she meets Chad Daybell at his yes. book signing. And became, like, completely obsessed with him since then. Yeah, and at that book signing, he told her that they had been married multiple times before in multiple lives. That's crazy to say to someone that you've just met and you're also married. Oh, and so is she. Yeah. They are both married at the time to people they've been married to for multiple years. So I don't know if delusional can sniff out delusional (laughs) because if a man said that to me, I'd be like, you need to be fucking committed. Yeah. I would need to be in a padded room with a straitjacket. Mm hmm. Because there's no motherfucking way. Like they have, unless, unless. They previously communicated with each other prior to actually meeting and just nobody knows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, could be. And we may never know because they're certainly not going to fucking say. Oh, they're not going to tell us anything. Not at all. Yeah. So those are all my notes um, Mm -hmm. from episode one. Mm -hmm. Um, 
there's definitely episode one was definitely more of a background on the family and stuff like that and my the crazy part about it is like even like the like home video clips like you could see like Lori was a very much of devote devout mother like she loved being a mother especially to colby when he was just him yeah but in the same breath she also liked being the center of attention hence why she joined the pageants when she was in her 20s late 20s so if we want to move on to episode two yeah so episode one ends and you see you hear that the 911 call from charles yes and episode one ends Episode yes. two opens with the entire 911 call. Yes. So that's Alex, Lori's mm-hmm. brother, who is calling 911 yes. and saying, you know, that something happened to Charles. Yeah. And Alex, for the record, is a terrible liar. Homeboy oh, could not yeah. keep a story straight to save his life, literally. No, he couldn't. He couldn't. And this whole situation is just wild. Yeah. From the beginning. So you hear the operator asking him, do you know how to do CPR? He says that he doesn't know how. She tells him she's going to walk him through how to do it. But you never hear him actually doing it. Yeah. And when they did the autopsy, they show like they they have like evidence that he never even tried any life saving measures. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the whole call, he's very calm and collected and it almost gives this vibe that he doesn't really care he's just calling to do the right thing right exactly exactly and probably calling to cover his ass because he can say well i call 911 but uh, i mean the, everyone's reaction to charles being dead Lori's, tiley's uh chad's alex's everybody's reaction so nonchalant yeah because i mean so Alex claims that he shoots Charles in self-defense at Lori's house. Yes. Lori leaves with Tylee and JJ to take JJ to school. Mm -hmm. Alex calls 911. Lori comes back. She never asks what happened to Charles. She never asks if he's okay. She's trying to hide a smile. Yep. Tylee in the clips is very calm, but uh, that one's hard for me. She's a kid. I I don't know if she even really understood everything that happened until later. I think she understood, but I think she was told a lie. I think she was told that Charles is dangerous and Alex and him are going to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, the weirdest thing I found was that Lori stole Charles's rental car to take JJ to school. Right. That's so weird. Why? And took Tylee shopping. Yeah. We went and got flip flops and then food. Yeah. She has no remorse for anything. Mm-mm. She's like the definition of a narcissist. She goes, well, I'm married to him, so I can just go ahead and use this. Because were they even legally divorced yet? They were not, no. I didn't think so. I don't think they ever legally divorced. Mm-mm. No. So, and then how we go from how you said the lies, right? Mm-hmm. So then they show tapes from the police department and all the yes. interviews. Yep. Lori states that Alex called her to see where she went after the shooting yeah but then the officer asked alex if he called Lori after the shooting and he said no that he did not i said terrible liar but then again we find out later the phone records show that he did call Lori, and then he waited 43 minutes afterwards to call 911 yeah he wanted to make sure the 
body was cold before he called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I also want for the record, this police department now, you and I both know I have a lot of respect for police for obvious reasons. Um, mm-hmm. can I just say for the record, this police department kind of sucked. Yeah, I agree. One hundred percent. I'm sorry, I would I don't think I don't I don't even know what I would do. I'm not gonna even try and make an assumption of what I would do because I'm not a cop. I can't say what I would do, but I really truly believe this police department fucking sucks. <laughs> I'm I mean, I agree. I mean they, they took the statements from all of them, which Yep. Again, I don't know. I don't know how much they could really do, but they took their statements and were like, Okay, that's it. Why did you not look at the phone records sooner? Why didn't you wait for the autopsy to see that CPR was never performed? And the fact that Alex shot Charles the second time when he was already on the ground. Right. So they they can't go through the phone records without a warrant, even in. Uh, even when you know, so they know for a fact, Alex shot Charles. They know right. that Alex admitted that. Um, however, you still need a warrant to be able to go through phone records. And also, even if they suspected Lori to have any part of it, they can't, they, I'm assuming there's either one, a hold time or two, like they can only hold someone for 24 hours or whatever, or two, they need proof. Then they don't have proof that Lori was a part of it, only their suspicions. Right. And I mean, to be fair, an autopsy, um, from what Lee's told me, he's had a, like, obviously he's come upon scenes that mm-hmm. bodies needed autopsies. Um, they can take a few weeks to get results yeah. back. So, I mean, I get it. But at the same time, like, they s- – and the cops could have just been, like, putting on a show. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. They could have been just as nonchalant as Lori to see if Lori would get more comfortable to give more up. It's a very strong probability it was a tactic that they just didn't – mentioned in the docu-series mm-hmm. yeah could have been but it was still so infuriating because we don't know <laughs> right right so we know at this point that alex shot charles yes okay? yeah so now comes the time where Lori has to tell people she has to call colby or colby and let him know and this pissed me off more me than anything too. in the fucking world i was so mad so mad She calls Colby and she tells him that Charles had a heart attack. I don't understand why. Why lie? Because then he shows up and she tells him, oh, Alex shot him. Right. That's not a heart attack, my guy. That's not a heart attack. A bullet to the heart is not a heart attack. It's an attack on the heart, but it's not a heart attack. Right. It's it's, it's a, the heart did not stop beating because of medical reasons. It stopped beating because you put a piece of lead in it. Right. And then she told she told JJ's school that Charles committed suicide. Right. And then Charles' this pissed, sons. This pissed me off more. This is the part that yeah. pissed me off more than anything. So he has sons and she Five. not only waited till the next day mm-hmm. to inform them. She informed them through text message. Yep. And then ignored them for hours when they were asking what happened. When she finally decided to respond, she said that she was waiting on the medical examiner. No, you're not. No, you're not. And here's my thing. I oh, so my father. So I have a stepmother-in-law. Okay, 
if something ever happened to Kevin, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, her first phone call, unless it's like suspicious and she needs to call the police, obviously, but family wise, her first phone call is going to be Lee. Her first phone call is going to be Lee and either she will go on to call Matt and Anna or she'll ask Lee or myself to call Matt and Anna. But her first phone call, call, C-A-L-L, not text, fucking Lori Vallow, you don't text, you call. Mm -hmm. She would call us to let us know, hey, this is what happened. I don't have all the answers for you. You all need to get here. Anna, you need to fly home. Matt, you need to drive here because Matt lives in Indiana and Anna's about to live in Washington. So she would be saying, you guys need to get here. Like, your, your, your dad's gone. And I also know for a fact, now, Marla and Tux aren't married, but I know for a fact if something happened to Marla, Tux is going to call us and vice versa because Tux has children. Marla is going to call Rachel and Mandy and let them know. Like, the parents and step-parents that are in my life, they would call the children. It's always a phone call. It's never a text. Never. Mm -hmm. It's not even if you call someone and they don't answer. You text them and say, hey, your dad died. No. It's going to be like, hey, can you give me a call when you get the chance? Yep. Every time. Like, that that was so infuriating to me. Like, I get you're a narcissist, but do be better. Just be a better person. Like, come on. Right. Right. It is not that hard. Right. <sighs> but, but... I will say, I think she got a little bit of karma right away when she tried to get his life insurance money. Right. And found out that he had taken her off. Yep. She was not the power, not the power of attorney, um, the um, beneficiary. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It was, it went to his sons. His sons were the beneficiary. And so she lost $400,000. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great job, Lori Vallow. Yep. Genius. You're so smart. Karma's a bitch. <laughs> right? Right. <sighs> so, um, go ahead. Can, I, can we also talk about how Lori just... I, I have to go back to this. Lori didn't even react to when she drove back and all these cops were in front of her house. Nothing. She laughed even. Yeah. Like, they, they said something to the effect of, like, how long have you lived here? She goes, like, a week. <laughs> Sorry, neighbors. Yeah. I would be a compl- I would be bawling. Bawling my eyes out if I rolled up and I found out my brother killed my husband. Right. I mean, I know they had their issues at that point, but still. But still. If someone if even if Lee and I were divorced and I found out someone killed him, especially someone I'm related to, mm-hmm. I would have been completely devastated. So yeah. that right that her lack of reaction tells me that she was 110% in on it. Yes. Period. Yes. And this also shows that she's 110% a sociopath. Oh, yeah. For sure. Again, I'm not diagno- diagnosing I'm not a doctor, I'm assuming. <laughs> well, I don't think it takes a doctor in this case, but you know. Well, covered our ass. <laughs> So that all happens. Yep. And then Lori and the kids move away. Yeah. And can actually real quick, do they yeah. ever talk about how they, how she was able, cause she sucked Alex into this delusion 
so easily but they never really talk about like how her and alex are on the same page does it i never caught it no they don't it almost seemed like they were just together from the beginning yeah and i find that like it is such an out there delusion that she has Mm -hmm. that it's wild to me that she sucked him because chad already had the delusion so her fifth husband already had the delusion and they just met each other but mm-hmm. Lori didn't have this delusion her entire life. So she, and so I'm assuming Alex didn't either. And she sucked Alex in so easily. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes me wonder if it's just like, um, if they both had like the same mental illness. Cause there's no way you are sucked into a delusion like that without so- some sort of something missing upstairs. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I thought the same thing. I thought it was very weird because then their other brother is, he's not like that. Right. And at oh, all. That's, is that Brandon or is that her, their sister's ex? Um, I think that's their sister's ex. The brother is Adam, I think. Yes. Yes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And he believed Charles 100% yes. when Charles started raising the red flags to Lori's family. Like, there's something wrong here. She's losing her mind. There's something wrong. And Adam was the only one in the family who would listen to Charles. Yeah, because she also had a a sister named... She has a sister named Summer, right? Is that the sister's name? Yes. Yeah. Okay, and yes, it's um, Alex Cox is the one that is in the delusion with her. And then Adam Cox. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just... She really... Because Summer was kind of in on the whole delusion, too, as well, kind of. (sighs) Kind of, but not... Not nearly as deep as Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think her thing was that she just really didn't think her sister... Yeah. ...could do something like Right, this. which is fair. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, kind of talking about um, the family ignoring Charles and his red flags... Um, when they first kind of separated, he was sending emails to the family trying to get their attention. You know, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. So after his death and after Lori and the kids move away, Kelsey decides to go back to some of those emails that Charles sent out because they had all ignored them. Right. Yes. And she finds an email that was sent to her that was originally from Chad to Lori. Yes. And this included ratings on a light to dark spirit scale. Yeah. Yeah, that was, if I would have been Kelsey, I'd been terrified reading that. Be like, what the fuck are these two crazy people doing and what are they planning? Right. Because the the scale was six dark to six light. So some of the um, ratings that I caught, Lori was rated a 4.3 light. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alex. (laughs) Alex was a two light. Colby was three light. Tylee was a 4.1 dark. Yeah. Her own daughter. And mm-hmm. then Kelsey was a three dark, which we know how Lori felt about Kelsey. So it was, I had to make sure I remember and understand the scale correctly. So if you were a five light, you're like the perfect human being. And if you were five dark, you were the devil himself. Pretty much, yeah. So Tylee was a 4.1, so she was almost the devil. But Kelsey, her daughter-in-law, still was lighter than Tylee was. Yeah. Yeah. That was very interesting. um, Because, yeah, these came from Chad to Lori. Right. 
So Chad came up with these ratings. Right. And is trying to pass them off. Yes. Which is terrifying in itself. Oh, yeah. It is. I don't really mention anything about... I didn't even jot really anything down about um, the the light dark scale. Um, But the the text between Alex and... Oh, you know who Brandon was? Brandon was their cousin's... Cousin or niece's husband. I think niece. Yeah, their niece's husband and they were divorcing. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember the niece's name. But she was also in on the delusions. Mm -hmm. Yes. So she believed this whole thing too. Because Lori at one point texted Alex saying, you'll never guess who's also... Basically, you'll never guess who's also a zombie. Mm-hmm. And she goes, either Brandon or Adam. And they say Brandon. Yeah. And then they, he says something to the effect of, like, who, how bad is it? And she just said Z. Yeah. Or we just got the rating. That's what it was. They just got the rating back on brand on someone. You'll never guess who it is. And they said either Brandon or Adam. She said Brandon. He said, how bad is it? And she said Z, meaning he's yes. a zombie. Yes. So- someone was watching way too much Walking Dead. Oh, just yeah. saying. Just yeah. Saying. Agreed. So we have Charles' death. Then we yep. find out this rating. Then there's yes. those text messages. And then Brandon is almost shot at his home. Yes. And also amongst all of this is when, because during this time, Chad's wife is killed. Yes. She is also, she dies. Yes. Um, they never say, I don't think, what the official cause of death was and we'll get into that kind of in the update section yeah um but it does come out that chad makes four hundred and thirty thousand dollars off of her death so so they were so with charles's death and then was her name kathy tammy tammy well i was way off um (laughs) way way off my bad rest in peace tammy (laughs) Um, between the two deaths, they were going to be having $850,000 almost between yep. the two of them. And thank God Charles just wisened up and decided, no, fuck you. This money's mm-hmm. going to my sons. Yeah. And it, I wonder if his sons even had a relationship with him. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm going to assume it was strained. It had to have been. Being married to her, Oh, it yeah. had to have been. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm and sure. hopefully before his passing, he was able to at least mend it somewhat. I really hope like before he passed, he was be able he was able to like see his sons, converse with his sons, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point in the episode, we have two deaths, one attempted murder. Mm-hmm. Um and then Lori goes missing with the kids. And it becomes yes. a national story. And guess who else is gone? Chad. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that started because JJ's grandparents um, were trying to get a hold of Lori. And it, technically, they're Tylee's grandparents. There's her step-grandparents. But these were the grandparents that were the guardians of JJ when he was a baby. Mm-hmm. And then asked Charles and Lori to take custody of him and adopt him. Um, they were tr- she was trying to get a hold of Lori so they could see JJ. And Lori was saying either wasn't answering or saying that they couldn't see JJ. JJ's busy. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, those poor grandparents. I know. 
I know. And over something so stupid. Yeah. I mean, it, it's insane for a mother to just be like, no, no, they're fine. Or, you know, but never really give an answer. Right. And they never really told, they never ever went into detail of why Charles and Lori ended up adopting JJ. They never said what happened with JJ's parents. They never said anything of the sort. And it's not our business. Mm-hmm. But worse and it was charles's nephew they bluntly said that so that means one of charles's siblings could not take care of jj for whatever reason so i'm assuming that the grandparents were probably hanging on close to jj because of whatever was going on with jj's biological parents so not only probably they have a strained relationship or no relationship we don't know what happened to jj's biological parents now they can't even really have a relationship with that child of those that grandchild they don't because Lori's basically holding him captive at this point right right so they as they rightfully should get the police involved yes for a welfare check Mm -hmm. the police come chad and alex are there Mm -hmm. in an apartment alex tells them oh Lori's in this one they go over there and Lori says that he's fine he's with a friend yeah um but that's when I think things for the police start becoming a little suspicious. Yeah, and this is the time when the when the police come looking for her and Tylee and JJ, mostly JJ in Idaho. She said, "I look suspicious, but I'm a really good person. I just don't want to be found." Why don't you want to be found? Why don't you want his grandparents to have a relationship with him? Right. His adoptive dad is di- has died. He is dead because of your brother. Mm -hmm. These parents have lost their son. And whatever happened to JJ's biological parents. And now you're withholding their grandson from them. You have literally taken so much from these people. Mm -hmm. Because for some godforsaken reason, you quote unquote don't want to be found. This statement, I look suspicious, but I'm a really good person. Ma'am, you look suspicious. Making that statement, there's something wrong with you. They know you did something. They don't know why, but they know you did something. Right. So then she says that JJ is with her friend Melanie. Right. No, he's not. In Arizona. Yeah. Straight up set Melanie up with the police. Set her ass up. And she called them out for it. And I love that. Yes, the fuck she did. And recorded that whole goddamn thing. Yes. Bless you, Melanie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So... The police do their, you know, their check. Things are mm-hmm. becoming suspicious. They start realizing, well, Chad and Lori were connected to Charles' death. The yeah. almost shooting of Brandon. Yep. Tammy's death. Mm-hmm. Kids are missing. Yep. So they decide to exhume Tammy's body. Yes. The very next day that they do that, Alex dies. Which, for the record, I... I have watched a lot of true crime. Mm-hmm. I have. But I have never heard of someone. So, Char- uh, not Charles. Alex died of blood clots. and Like, blood clots. He threw blood mm-hmm. clots. Now, I don't know. Because, again, I am not. I do pharmacy billing. That is my job. I don't know enough about <laughs> medications that could kill people. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a medication out there that can make you throw a perfectly healthy person throw clots. Mm-hmm. 
I, I I just don't know. I know you. If you give someone enough insulin, it can make their death look just like they were diabetic and didn't know it. I know you could give a med a certain medication and make a person have a heart attack and it would just look like a general heart attack. I know those meds exist. I don't know if there's a med exists that can force you to throw clots. I know there's a medication that exists that can help you clot. I don't know if there's one that'll force you to throw them. Right. So it's weird that he died the next day but i don't know if it's suspicious because he died of throwing a clot and going into his lungs or his heart one of the two yeah i i don't think it's necessarily suspicious um but i don't know if maybe because i know uh Lori's mother said that that runs in the family the yes clots. Mm-hmm. and again i'm not a doctor i don't know how things work but could the stress of her body being exhumed and these people looking into them played a part in it possibly it could have just been the stress of the whole situation you just you killed your brother-in-law you tased another man in the nuts years prior Mm -hmm. you're you're a part of this delusion and very well it very well could have been he was the the stress caused it like who who knows yeah because he had also made a comment to his wife that surprise surprise chad laurie set him up with Right. Um, prior to his death that he thought that he was their fall guy. Yes. And he would not elaborate to his wife what that meant. Yeah, because they were having an argument. They were having a discussion about everything that was going on with Chad and Lori and about their beliefs and everything like that. And she said she could tell that he was stressed and worried and then made this statement um she was walking they were discussing it and he said i'm not going to discuss it further or something like that and she's walking away and he mumbles to himself i feel like i'm their fall guy and she didn't even try and push it anymore yeah because she knew she would get nowhere with him yeah there are definitely some odd um parts in that Um, yeah and then it, it, it comes out um that Lori and chad got married a month prior in hawaii and didn't tell a thing to anybody. Nobody. Nobody. And I know, okay, so I know he got the money from his wife passing. But can we also discuss how they've moved states so many times? Right. How do you afford that? I can barely afford to go to the gas station at this point in my life. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of weirdness. Because Hawaii is not cheap. It's like $8 for a gallon of milk because they have to import everything. Right. Because they got married there a month prior to the whole Tammy and Alex and whatever. Right. And then they come back. Yep. And then when they're missing, they're found in Hawaii. So they went back to Hawaii. Yeah. How? So throughout this whole thing, it started in Arizona, correct? I think so. Yes. So they went from Arizona and then her, Charles and the kids moved to Hawaii and then they moved back to the continental U.S. Because mm-hmm. and they were either in Texas or, or Arizona mm-hmm. and then they moved. They were in Texas and then they moved back to Arizona and then the divorce happened and then they stayed in Arizona for a while and then. They moved houses somewhere because they moved from one city to another within Arizona and then charles was killed and then they moved to idaho Mm -hmm. all that psychoticness happened in idaho they moved back 
to Arizona. And in that mix of all of that, Charles and Lori went to Hawaii to get married. Mm -hmm. And then the police come to check on the kids and then they go back to Hawaii. Yes. Yeah. All within a short few years because this what started. It's only a few years, like a year or two. Yeah. I think it started in 2018. I think so. A lot of it took place in 2020, 2021. Yes. Yes. So this is very, very recent. Yeah. So they end up being found in Hawaii, but it's just Lori and Chad. Yeah. Someone spots them, reports them, whatever. Yes. The police come and they tell Lori that she has until Thursday to bring the kids to the police. First of all, why they gave her till Thursday. I don't know. And wasn't it like Sunday? I think so. Yeah. So they gave gave her her a while. They gave her four days to present her children. No, ma'am, you have 24 hours to present your children. Yeah. And shocker, she does not bring them. And she is then arrested. And that takes us into the end of episode two, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Yep. Which was, I think, the most wild episode of all of them. Because that's when everything comes out. Yes. Yep. Definitely episode two is the most insane insane part of the whole series. Um, So that leads us into episode three where Mm -hmm. it comes out where so they yes, they were married a month prior. Um, However, you miss the important piece of it was 13 days after Tammy's death. Yes. 13. It wasn't even a full two weeks. I know it's a day short, but that day matters. It does. 13 days yeah. later, they got married. Chad and Lori did. Um, it was the, a lot of the episode three was basically recapping everybody's feelings on the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. Both Chad and Lori are being charged. Um, it's a dual charge. Um, my biggest takeaway of episode three, and again, I didn't go in depth with episode three because it was basically on people's feelings. Um, I wish Colby, because he did like this little service in Hawaii for Charles, for JJ, and for Tylee. He um, talked about both of them or all three of them. He had a little moment for all three of them. I wish, uh, one of two things, either I hope he was able to do this by him, like obviously with Kelsey and their daughter, Riley. Um Either he was able to do it first by himself or he redid it later because yeah. this should have been something he did on his own and then did like a fake one for the cameras. I wish I really hope he did something like that or never did it for the cameras at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would have been more healing in my personal opinion. Um, he he was he w- was very sweet with his words. He bluntly said that Tylee was his best friend from the beginning um jj was the best little brother he ever had and charles was the only father he ever know he ever knew Mm -hmm. and he's so sorry that his mother did this to them and he wishes he could go back and change it and kudos to kelsey she is such a supportive wife such a good mom she did everything she could to make sure colby felt supported um she definitely made sure like he had his moments in his healing process at least in this little clip of them in Hawaii um I'm gonna go ahead and read off Chad's and Lori's charges 
Um, so according to CBS News, these are Chad's charges. In total, Daybell faces six charges. He is charged with the murder in the death of his first wife, Tammy Daybell, and in the deaths of his wife, Lori Vallow Daybell's children, seven-year-old Joshua J.J. Vallow and 16-year-old Tylee Ryan. He is also charged with conspiracy to commit murder in all three deaths. And the deaths of J.J. and Tylee, that conspiracy charges also includes conspiracy to commit grand theft deception. Um, and then Lori's charges, she first faces first-degree murder charges as well as on two separate charges of conspiracy to commit murder of her two children, conspiracy to com- commit murder of her husband's former wife, and grand theft charge of a grand theft charge for allegedly continuing continuing to draw social security benefits for her children after his, their deaths, according to USA Today. Um, I also believe there was a charge on them both for Charles's death as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe so. For conspiracy to commit murder because they are both in on it, even though Alex is the one that pulled the trigger. Yeah. So. Yeah, so episode three was mostly um, people's feelings. Um, JJ, Tylee, and I think Tammy's mm-hmm. cause of death have not been revealed to the media and i don't believe they are going to be no um and i know both the kids now i'm going to preface this with a trigger warning um i'm going to talk about they have not come out with how they died i am going to discuss how the bodies were found so if you guys have queasy stomachs or if you don't want to hear it we will not feel bad if you fast forward about it we probably never know anyways um they found both children in the pet cemetery it was very stephen king of them um on chad's property um both the bodies were severely burned and in shallow graves um i got per the fbi some of them have come out and said that it was a very hard scene to see mm-hmm. um they were they again they have not come out to say what the official cause of death was um hopefully one day they will come out and say this what the official cause of death was and we can do like a small update later mm-hmm. um I do know Colby said that it was very difficult to hear on how they found the kids. He wanted to come see the kids. They told him absolutely not. They do not look like themselves. It would just be you you don't want this memory of right. them. So Right. So so far only Lori has had her actual trial and sentencing. Yes. Um so I do have a little bit of updates from this year mm-hmm. um Lori was sentenced to life in prison without parole so Perfect. she will be there forever have the day you deserve every day for the rest of your life yes um and also look i i you know read this article or whatever so i know they show clips of her in court in episode three and her makeup is like really weird and whatnot it gets worse like look up pictures from her trial she looks crazy okay just i don't know maybe it's just my opinion but well jailhouse makeup is not like mary Kay, friends so it, gets, it gets wild though like she does not look like herself anymore i feel like well prison's gonna age you quite a bit i was <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um so there's that she did you know she is getting her justice will be served for the children and all of that why is she still... I'm looking at pictures. I'm sorry, everybody. I keep cutting her off. She, why is she smiling? 
Oh, well, well, you'll see because I have some direct quotes from oh, the sentencing hearing. And I think she just gets more delusional as time goes on. I wonder if she has a tumor. Maybe. <laughs> so this this first quote I have from her says, Jesus knows me and Jesus understands me. I mourn with all of you who mourn my children and Tammy. Mm, I don't believe that, but that's okay. Yeah. So then, then she goes on to say, Jesus Christ knows the truth of what happened here. No one was murdered in this case. Accidental deaths happen. Suicides happen. Fatal side effects from medications happen. Hmm. So, a.k.a. Alex had a fatal side effect to his medication, hence why he threw clots. Mm-hmm. Um, she's saying that Charles killed himself, is what she's saying. Mm-hmm. And she's also saying she's probably set it up so it looked like JJ and Tylee killed themselves. Yeah. Is probably what she's saying there. But yeah. JJ was six. I highly doubt that happened that way. Yeah. So good try. Not really. And then and then it gets it just gets more wild because oh, fuck me. <laughs> she she said that again, this is all during like the trial and sentencing. Like this is in court on the record. She said these things. She's she, a, she's not an intelligent human being. She stated that she died giving birth to Tylee and since then has had access to heaven and the spirit world. So I'm not going to say she's schizophrenic because that's when you hear people and you see people that aren't there and she's not schizophrenic. But that ha- there has to be some sort of diagno- like mental health diagnosis, like some psychiatric diagnosis to believe that. Maybe borderline personality? Maybe? No, I don't think so. I can't say because I'm not a doctor again. Yeah. So because of this access to heaven and the spirit world, she then... This is the last quote I have from her. I have had many communications with people now living in heaven. I know for a fact that my children are happy and busy in the spirit world. Because of my communication with my friend Tammy Daybell, I know she is also very happy and extremely busy. My friend? Homegirl! You were having an affair with her husband! But she wasn't. She said she was not. They were all just friends. She is a lying... They married 13 days later, you <laughs> lying sack of shit. I know. And she purchased the ring through Charles's Amazon account you, while wait, Tammy was alive. Right. That's just as fucked. That's so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my Lori update. Um, Chad, his trial is set for April 1st, 2024. Why um, so long? Do we know? Yeah. Uh, Lori, um, what do I want to say? I think Chad waived his right to a speedy trial. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Because they were going to do a joint one and then they decided not to. And then he did that. So now his is next year. Um, Isn't he still, isn't he waiting in jail for trial though? I think so. Yeah. And he has so far pleaded not guilty to all charges. Um, he does have five adult children with Tammy Mm -hmm. and all five claim that he is innocent. What? 
I get why they want to believe that. I don't agree, but I get why. No one wants to admit that their dad killed their mom. Who would want to, like, I have friends who have, like, really shitty dads who did really shitty things to their mom. And they don't want to admit that. Right. I, some of their reasons make sense and some of them... I think are a stretch. So all of these um, quotes that I have are from his daughter, Emma. I think she's the only one that has publicly spoken out, or at least she's the only one that I've seen anything from. Um, her first claim is that JJ and Tylee being buried shallowly proves it wasn't Chad because he was a former grave digger. So he would have been smart enough not to bury the bodies on his own property. Ma'am, that is not a defense. That's not. No, it's not. Not at all. That one is not. Girl, you are did not help your daddy-o in that with that statement whatsoever. Yeah. And then she says that he was framed. Um, this is his property. If there's bodies buried here, it would be attributed to him. I think it's pretty clear it was Lori and Alex. Alex came and left for periods of time. We don't know exactly what he was doing. He's a grown-ass man. Right. He's allowed to come and go as he pleased. Right. Those children aren't his responsibility. Yeah. Dead or alive. Yeah. She she also goes on to say that it's obvious that he didn't have anything to do with Tammy's murder or whatever. Because when it came time to the medical examiner or whoever to ask if they want an autopsy done, he left it up to the kids and all the kids said no. And that if he was guilty, he would have intervened and not let them have the choice. But here's the thing. There's a thing called reverse psychology. And I'm not saying it happened because I wasn't there. But there is a probability that he used some sort of reverse psychology saying, no, we should probably do it. Or he could have said, I don't know if your mom would really want an autopsy or made subtle comments like that to sway their decision making. He's Mm -hmm. a sociopath. He's a narcissist. Yeah. He's also very delusional. Yes. Okay. Believe what you want, guys. I think they are, um, at least on the delusional scale a little bit. I mean, there's so much evidence and so many things pointing that he at least did something. I mean, right. I totally agree with you. He had some sort of hand in it. Mm -hmm. Um we we don't know until we don't know until things come out during his trial and unfortunately we have a few months still till that happens yeah um wow yeah and this is just the surface pretty much for all of you listening there is so much more in the actual docu-series that it just we would have to do way too many episodes to really do a deep dive into everything Right, and the, and also the docu-series didn't really do a deep, deep dive either. They right. did a deeper dive, but they didn't go all the way down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I don't know all of the podcasts that I have. I know Morbid Podcast with Elena and Ashley, they did um, an episode on this, and they did kind of a deep dive on it, if you guys are cu- wanting to go listen to that. Um, I think True, True Crime Garage has done an episode on it um i there's several i'm sure you can google podcasts covering um tylee and jj vallow or put it Lori vallow um 
who have done deep dives. I do recommend the docu-series, the Netflix or whoever. It was Netflix that produced it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Netflix did a very good job producing it. Um i i would recommend watching it it's not like it's very gruesome it's not like watching something like um ed kemper or right um jeffrey dahmer it's not like that type of series it's not like a serial killer gruesome series Mm -hmm. it's just very hard to watch because these were literal babies these were very young kids and their mother did hurt them so Mm -hmm. that's what that's what's hard to watch about it. Um, but it was Netflix did a great job, so kudos to Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with that awesomeness, um, our next episode is so Carly's doing a Halloween edition episode next. Um, so that'll be fun. Very excited. It's, I'm kind of nervous. I'm not going to lie. It'll be fine. Mm, we record s- during the day. You have plenty of time to... Oh, so you're going to make it scary? <sighs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> it's Halloween. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I haven't picked anything yet. We'll we'll see. But, I mean, I'm, I'm going to find at least one, probably. Okay, fine. All right, so we're going to end this one uh, kind of with, like, just because it was kind of heavy, I found this thing on um, TikTok. Oh, God. And it was a, it was someone tweeted this, and I'm so sorry, lady, I cannot pronounce your first name. The last name is Hughes. Um, the first name is A-K-I-L-A-H. I want to say Aquila, but I don't think it's that. I have no idea how to say it. Anyways, it says, I hope the TSA agent who made me open my sandwich and move the pickles, quote, move the pickles around, feels super stupid in the, super stupid. In the end, it was a sandwich. And then she like retweets it and says, shout out to the small child who rose to the guy saying, oh no, a sandwich. Oh my God. (laughs) That is so stupid. (laughs) I died. I was laughing so hard. I ha- I kind of had that same experience Jake and I did uh, with the snow globe that he bought. They uh they pulled his bag aside and they were like, "Where's the ball, man?" And he went, "What?" And they were like, "The ball, the baseball, Statue of Liberty. I don't know what it is. Where is it? I could see it." And he went, "The snow globe." And these two grown ass men pull this snow globe out it's not a huge one it's small there's no way it was over three and a half ounces and they're holding it up and shaking it and looking at it like they've never seen a snow globe before in their life and it was the (laughs) funniest thing i've ever seen oh shout out tsa for doing your jobs but guys come on they were giggling the whole time too i was like have you guys never seen one of those that's hilarious yeah all right well that's the end of this episode of Two Feral Idiots. Um, please follow us at our Facebook group, Two Feral Idiots Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Two Feral Idiots. Um, we also can be found on Spotify and Apple Podcast. We also have a Gmail, um, Two Feral Idiots Podcast at gmail.com. If you have any crazy stories that we you'd want us to read or anything like have us read and react to, we'd be more than happy to do that as well. Um, You can also catch us next week.
Yep. For Carly's Halloween episode. Happy Halloween. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs) 